Opinions Matter with Adrian and Jeremy. You're very welcome to this latest Opinions Matter podcast. We've been using CBD oil now for over two years for someone who's five, who's autistic, health regulation, and it's our greatest support throughout the day. We would be lost without it. If you would like to get your hands on some CBD oil, our show sponsors are Greenheart CBD. From Greenheart to your heart, Ireland's multi-award-winning CBD oil. And you could do us a favour by visiting our sponsors' website at greenheartcbd.ie. Greenheartcbd.ie. Uh, so please do visit our uh, sponsors' website if you want to uh, get yourself some CBD oil. So what do we want to talk about on this latest Opinions Matter podcast? Um, We want to debate whether or not we in Ireland should bring in assisted uh, dying. It's It's a very emotive debate and it's one that has gone on in this country for years yet nothing has actually uh, been done about it. Uh, Vicky Phelan, the terminally ill cancer campaigner, has urged politicians to pass laws to give people like her the option to uh, be medically assisted to die. She uh, justifies this request by appealing to the right of a terminally ill person to end their suffering. Now, Vicky, who was diagnosed with uh, terminal cancer following a cervical smear test error in 2011, said that she is not as terrified of dying as she was and added that she didn't want to prolong her suffering for the sake of her children. And she said that she would never advocate for euthanasia, but said that people in similar situations to her deserve to choose how they want to die. She said, it's about choice. We choose uh, what way we want to live, when we have children, when we get married. Why should we not be able to choose what way we want to die, particularly in a situation like mine, she said. Uh, Are there actually people in the country who would be against the idea of bringing in assisted dying? That's what we want to find out from you. Our number is 085-825-2626. That's 085-825-2626. Is this something that you're uh, against? Do you dislike the uh, idea of assisted uh, dying? Well, uh, Jeremy, where are you on, on assisted dying? First of all, who in their right mind could be against this? This is no-brainer. Um, How is it a no-brainer? It's an absolute no-brainer. There's nobody in their right mind that could be against this. And if you are against it, and I'm, I'm willing to take your opinion on board, and you can come on the show uh, and speak on this podcast about it, and I'll, I'll take your opinion, and we'll agree to disagree. Um, but I think your opinion is worthless unless you've been in a situation where you've seen a family member uh, who is A, terminally ill, and B, has no quality of life. I've witnessed it myself firsthand with a family member who was at that stage. Uh, I'm not going to go into too much details about it personally. You know my story. Mm-hmm. It, was, it was a very difficult uh, two years where a close family member um, was terminally ill, had been given a terminally uh, ill diagnosis. Um, but between the time, and it's very upsetting to actually even talk about it, between the time of getting the diagnosis um, and the person actually passing away, there was zero quality of life. Absolutely no dignity. Dignity was gone out the window. Again, without getting into details. Um, 
and just every day was miserable. And that person was counting down the days. It's a horrible way to be, isn't it? I wouldn't want to be Definitely counting down the days counting to when days. this uh, illness that, uh, that this person had yeah. took, uh, got the better of him, basically. Yeah. And it was, it was horrific to watch uh, as a family member. And I think unless you've been in that situation, you can never, ever um, comment uh, in, in favour of us not having euthanasia because to see... Okay, let me, let me throw a few of the arguments. Um, there are, there uh, are uh, no uh, arguments. There are arguments, there are. One of the arguments, obviously, is that uh, some people fear it will be abused. And How that, will it be abused? Okay, that somebody who is at a certain stage in their lives might come under pressure from family members to, uh, to take the assisted dying route out. Yeah. That's yeah. one. And then the other is a religious objection. Um, that, well, relig- it, it, here, there are people who are religious. Religion we are. And the other... Religion, it, it, the, religion shouldn't come into this. Hang on, if you have to respect people's you, religious beliefs. If you want to bring religion into it, surely uh, Jesus, who, you know, Jesus was supposed to be a very compassionate person, was he not? Mm-hmm. And Jesus never wanted people suffering. No, but, uh, but uh, one of the arguments that I have heard over the uh, years no, is... The only person who has the right to take life is God. Bollocks. Excuse me, French. That's a bit disrespectful no, to it's believers. Not. What? Which is a bit disrespectful to believers. Well, it's not because you're, 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 you're taking your moral virtues from a book that was written thousands of years ago. So we, we've moved on. So now you're, going to, now you're actually belittling people's religious beliefs full stop. You can't do that. People are entitled to have religious beliefs. So if somebody has religious beliefs that uh, say that nobody has the right to take life, then you have to respect that that is their yeah, opinion. But these are the same people that actually believe when it comes to, they believe that people who took their own life are, are in hell. And I've heard, I've heard, I've heard people, Jem O'Doherty being one who claims to be this compassionate religious woman. Yeah. Claims to be a Christian. I've seen a video with her recently where she pretty much said anybody that's committed suicide uh, is in hell. So is that what you want to align yourself no, with? No, really, really? I'm merely putting the arguments forward that I've heard over the years. We would love to hear from you. Our telephone number to send us a WhatsApp is 85 825 0858252626 Are you in favor of assisted dying or euthanasia or call it whatever uh, word you want or maybe you're one of the people who isn't in favor of this doesn't believe that uh, anybody else has the right to take life um because assisted dying means a doctor or whatever has to administer um a lethal drug in order to send you on your way just like putting down a dog really 085-825-2626 and if you're against it we want to hear from you why why are you against the idea of assisted dying and it's interesting that you speak about putting down a dog i'll tell you in a couple of moments in a few minutes actually i'll tell you a story about uh well you know what my wife does for a living mm. her job involves uh, pushing down animals that have no quality of life, Lex. But I'll come back to that story in a couple of minutes. Okay, let me go to uh, Johnny. You're on Opinions Matter. How are you, Johnny? How's it going, lad? Hey, Johnny. Good, thanks, Johnny. Well, uh, Johnny, what's your view on this? Uh, are you in favour of assisted dying or um, euthanasia? Yeah, 100%. Yeah. I think um, you have to be very cold-hearted or not, or not, not to be in favour of it. It's, uh, it's very cruel on the person that suffering with the disease, terminally ill or whatever they're suffering with, it's uh, 
the there's no quality of life they're just existing you know and like I had for my wife now she passed with cancer and I think I, I've no problem looking at no problem looking after it and think she had no problem me looking after it, as long as you were happy that way we we got through it you know it's uh, it's a difficult thing but um, her biggest worry was seeing like look, the kids only remembering her not being well mm. and being sick all the time and being in bed and having no hair and thankfully there was no pain she, she wasn't in any pain towards the end which is great uh, but you know, I think and, people uh, did you, did to have you, that option. Did you ever have that conversation? Because just to remind our our listeners, um, uh, you actually got married in the months before uh, your wife. Sorry, what was your wife's name again? Tina. Tina. Sorry. Yes, indeed. Um, you uh, got married a couple of months before uh, Tina passed away. So uh, her her last months were happy enough, were they? Um. No, there was, there was just periods where she she couldn't. She was just bedridden. She had to really rest, you know. If she was if she was doing anything like she was carrying around a lot of fluid in her stomach, like she drained twelve liters of fluid in 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 one day. Like, do you know what I mean? That's a phenomenal amount of stuff to be carrying around. It, it took an awful lot on her. Like, it was a huge toll. Just her mood, her health. It was just. For the the wedding, I think that took her out for about two weeks. She couldn't really move after that. It was a okay. But let me ask you a question sure. then. Was this a conversation that you ever had together? This whole idea of helping her to die. Um, no, I, I think because I, I kind of made it clear at the time that as long as she was happy, I was happy doing it. I was happy doing whatever. I think she she kind of looked at it as she was becoming a burden and stuff like that. She didn't like she liked being able to do stuff herself. And but I think if I had if if it got to the stage where it was too much on us, I think she would have uh, liked to have the opportunity to do okay. that. Okay, and that, and that brings us to uh, the conversation that we're having today about whether or not people should have the right. So uh, Tina, in her last months, she said it was very very difficult for her. That um, it, you know, she, thankfully she wasn't in pain, but she was clearly deteriorating over those months. Yeah, yeah. Just that's what she tried. She tried our best to live for her kids. Mm. That's the one thing she was. If she could have taken anything to a miracle cure, that she would have gone for it. But when it's coming down to that, where there's nothing they can do, I think that's when it's it's really really tough. Mm. And she was, I said, not in. Um, wasn't in any kind of where you know with uh, I think it's is it what Charlie Board has where it's kind of the motor neuron disease yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. It's a very it's a, just a struggle to even live. Like it wasn't to that extent, but I think it, it'd be good to have the option there if you know if it's getting too much that it's going to have another two years of this. It's 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 going to be too much for mm. me. Like I, I would like I personally would like the opportunity to say look. To have that right, I'm, not, I'm never going. I'm never going to get any better, and it's too much to put people through. And look, it is the way it is, and that's it. I, I, I would rather that than myself. All right, I really appreciate you uh, talking to us so uh, openly and honestly, Johnny, and uh, wish you well as always. Thanks very much indeed for talking to us. Cheers, thanks, Johnny. Thanks, Johnny. And there's a, he brought up the um, subject of Charlie Bird, mm. um, which many of you have seen the interview on the Late Late Show the other day. And I mean, what Charlie Bird has is a disgusting, horrible, horrible 
uh, condition that, that will only get worse as well. Um, and I would imagine, well, I don't know, I'd imagine that's probably a conversation that has been had in his house. I, I'd imagine it's a conversation that's been had in anybody's house where somebody has a condition or a disease uh, that is going to get progressively worse. Now, um, John, you're on Opinions Matter. What's, what's your view on assisted dying or euthanasia? Right, Adrian, I'll tell you straight. For the simple reason, it's going to be abused. Um, the fact of the matter is that there's people out there today that are of a certain age that do, do you know if euthanasia was developed or accepted by this country today that they would become just basically taken off the planet because it would become a nuisance or being seen as a nuisance. And I'm talking about older people. So what, you, you, you think... See their lives being seen as a nuisance and being, you know, more or less just being done away with. But theoretically, any laws that we would bring in around uh, euthanasia or assisted dying would be very strictly regulated. I wouldn't believe so because with this with this liberal government we have today, I don't think so. I mean, we brought in abortions there now, and I don't. I think they actually wanted to change the laws around the time of termination. They wanted to change it from certain weeks to a number of weeks or reduce the weeks. So I believe this government here now would actually. If you brought in a law around euthanasia today, that this government would change it to suit their own liberal agenda. What what do you worry about? Are you worried that they're going to bring in some sort of legislation <laughs> that will allow us to put down any human being? No, I think what would happen, Adrian, is it would be brought in, you know, for, like there's people out there today now who believe that, you know, if they have terminal cancer, they'd rather be gone. They'd rather be gone. They'd love a law there to say, look, I can take my own life or somebody can help me to do it. And I think that would be great in certain circumstances. But as you well and I know, that people would actually, um, if there was a law there today for euthanasia, for, you know, just acceptance of euthanasia today, that older people would just know, okay, I'll become a nuisance. I'm just going to be done away with. So it would be abuse. And it would be. But when you say, sorry, when you say, when you say, you know, they worry about being done away with, surely any law we would have wouldn't allow, you know, a a son trying to get his mother's inheritance to uh, ring a doctor and say, I want this woman put down. No, in fact, to the best of my knowledge, John, the way this happens in other countries is uh, in order for this to, to go through, first of all, you have to get, I think it's in some countries, it's three independent, um, basically words from three different doctors. physicians from three uh, different uh, doctors, doctors yeah, opinions to say that. yeah, yeah. So, so it's not a case of just going down to your local GP and then they get a report to say that this person is kind of on the way out or whatever yeah but they have to be independent reports and they have, there has to be one, more than one three separate reports as far as I know so it's not a case of I could just go down and say to my local GP hear me mother's needs, needs she's a pain in the arse will you put her down arse. so that's not going to happen no but as you, as you know this look what's happening in Ireland today and what's happening around it there's a liberal agenda going on today I know you're sick of me saying this and people are sick of me saying this but there is a big liberal agenda going on today and anything that is voted in by people today is being hijacked by that same liberal agenda and if people today vote within euthanasia, it would be abused and it would be but John, absolutely but John, abused hang on. by this. Do you really think it's liberal to want somebody... No, but do you really think it's liberal to want somebody to die with a bit of dignity? Um, like that's hardly a liberal. That's just, that's just having compassion. I talk to my wife regularly about this, who works as a veterinary nurse, and every single day of the week, without fail... 
she puts animals to death because they have reached that point in their life where they've no no quality of life. In fact, a dog that was put down a couple of weeks ago was literally in so much pain that even putting the dog on medication wouldn't have worked. So she had an, she turned around to the person, the dog owner, and gave the dog owner the, the full spiel and said, well, the dog owner themselves knew when they brought the dog into the vet that the dog was at the end of its days. Um, and to leave, yeah. it, to leave it suffering would have been inhumane. Yeah, but here's the point. And let me ask you this question, guys, straight up. Do you not think if euthanasia was brought into this country in the morning that there'd be certain people rubbing their hands going, that's grand, I can get rid of granny, granddad, they're on the way. Let's get rid of them. Yeah, no, I, 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 I think the law would be structured in such a way that that's not possible. That, uh, you know, somebody, like I said, somebody trying to get a family inheritance from his, his ailing yeah, mother. Exactly, or to get a family home, no, he, get a family, yeah, he, he, you know, fortune or unless, whatever. Yeah. Unless the person is terminally ill uh, or has expressed their own wish to um, be able to avail of assisted suicide. It's not going to be like bringing your dog to the vet. I don't know, Adrian, and I don't know, Jeremy, because I, as I said, so what has been voted into this country through referendum so far, I wouldn't trust the government and I certainly wouldn't trust this uh, liberal agenda that's going on in this country today to not to get on board and start hijacking it and okay. make you, it out of it, what I, they want themselves. Okay, are you comparing euthanasia to abortion? And is that what you appear to be doing? I, no, I'm just I, I'm, I'm comparing the fact that we had abortion in this country. We had other referendums in this country. And at the end of the day, there's a lot of people there now saying, do you know what, was that the right way of voting? Because the way things are gone now, that what was it, the number of weeks that you could have a termination was, they said one minute wasn't going to be reduced and then the next minute was reduced or whatever the case was. So the fact is, the matter is, like, you have a government there that will kind of bring in laws and kind of go, you know what, we'll just do our own thing here. You know, we've got her in now, so we can do what we like. We can go this way or we can go that way or we can... Okay, so, so what do you say? Road. What do you say then, John, to the person who no is... Over what the government take in in terms of uh, referendum. Okay, what, what do you say then to somebody listening to us right now whose mother or grandmother is terminally ill, is in a hospice, has no quality of life, is going to die uh, sooner rather than later... Um, that person might want the right to be able to uh, end their own life with dignity. Are you saying, well, tough? No, you can't. I think at the end of the day, Adrian, look, I'm going to put myself in that position, okay? I'm going to put me there into that that, that scenario you're Mm -hmm. after painting. The fact of the matter is, if that was me, I know damn well that, yes, I'd rather be off the planet. I'd rather be gone. But at the same time, I could not say to somebody else, I want you to assist me to take me life or I want you to, you know, I, you know, I mean, if I, if I could do it or, you know, if I wanted to take me, if I wanted to leave the planet, that's up to me because it's my life. But I would not but, call but, on anybody else. Okay, but if you, if you need help to do it, that's what assisted uh, dying is there yeah. for. I could not ask anybody to... If I was in a terminally, a terminally ill situation in hospital where I knew I had days or I had months or whatever the case was, I could not ask anybody else to take on the burden of helping me to leave the planet or die or whatever because I know damn well they have to pick up the pieces when I'm gone and that's what I couldn't ask somebody to do. Okay, would you protest, would you protest against um, euthanasia laws if they were to come in here? Uh, 
Um, I would certainly, yeah, I would certainly have strong objections to them. Absolutely, yeah, let, let strong ask, objections. Let me ask you another question. I think they would be abused. Okay, let me I ask you another question, John. If a friend of yours was was terminally ill and had no quality yeah. of life, was suffering, uh, every time you called over to his house every day, he was in tears with the pain. Nothing was cure. Nothing was easing the pain. Uh, he, he knew he had a year to live, but it was going to be a year of pure misery. Uh, and he asked you to help. What would you do? I couldn't. I couldn't assist. I couldn't help. So I, I couldn't. You look, if somebody wanted to, to kind of take their own, you know, uh, medically were in such pain and they wanted to do away with themselves, I, you know, that was their life to take. But I certainly could not go over there and help anybody to take their life because they're in, you know, uh, pain with cancer or whatever the case may okay, be. So, you're, so your biggest objection then is... I you, couldn't do it. I, couldn't, okay. I couldn't say, there you go, there's the thing. And your biggest okay, objection to that. euthanasia laws is that you feel they will be abused. I, Adrian, you know there will be abuse because the, and everything in life, anything that's brought in in good nature, goodwill, is always abused. It always has been or always will be. The fact of the matter is there would be people out there, a genuinely older people fearing God if I get to a certain age and I become a burden. Will it be bumped off? All right, John. Thanks very much indeed uh, for your call. Liberal agenda is really what he's going on about there. It's called having a bit of humanity, John. Liberal agenda. It's not liberal to want somebody to die with a bit of dignity, for Christ's sake. All right. Well, let's bring in more of your calls. If you're somebody who is, like John, against euthanasia, send us a WhatsApp, please, to 085-825-2626. That's 085-825-2626. Now, uh, let me go to this line here. And sorry, I've forgotten who's on this line here. Leila, you're on Opinions Matter. How are you? Hi, you guys. It's Leila here. I'm just actually very interested to hear the likes of what John has to say. I would be on the um, side of, you know, um, fully supporting assisted dying. Um, I think John needs to really walk a mile in someone's shoes who has terminal a terminal disease or illness, or either come to the table, sit down and hear people's stories, because these stories are horrific. Okay, one of his concerns, one of his concerns was that it could be abused. It could be abused by... The word abused, yeah, just when he said abused, I mean, people are dying. How can you abuse somebody who's dying? Yeah, if if you rush the process, basically. His concern was, you know, say, for example, a family who are uh, desperate to get their hands on uh, Mammy's inheritance. Uh, that doesn't happen. Uh, hang on, hang on, hang on. That's what, don't they try to convince her that she's better off gone, that she's no quality think, of life? I think they're distracting from the actual reality. Of the yeah, yeah, what, this, what, it's not a Hollywood movie. Yeah. But, um, you, know, um, you know, politics and the legality around this, I mean, it would be quite stringent. And if hopefully one day it is to be passed. Um, I know, I would know, imagine, I, I, and I said that to John, I said that to John that I think it would be very stringent legislation around it that, you, you, you know, you won't be able to wheel your granny down to uh, the doctor and say, here, doctor, will you, will you bump her off there? It's not going to be like that. No, I mean, you know, I've, I've experienced many different aspects of it myself, you know, from really lovely aspects of being, you know, with people passing away, but also horrific. My father and my aunt, one was in a hospice care. They gave her everything that they possibly could, um, but she still had a horrific death. 
whereas my father had given up and stopped eating. And really, legally, they, they couldn't intervene mm. because he had made the choice himself, even though he was quite ill. Um, regardless, he decided to give up. But we had to watch that as a family. And I think when family... Okay, so like yeah, in, in a situation like that where, <laughs> from what I'm hearing from you, your dad just couldn't take it anymore. Um, yeah, you, so you there believe... was no intervention. Yes, yes, yes. No so, so, he is, so he essentially starved himself to death. Yeah, he lived because there was no medical intervention or a choice for him. Mm. You understand? Okay, yeah, absolutely, I do. Um, but also, the other slip of the coin is in hospice care, they can only administer, you know, what, what is legally allowed. But some patients have built up such an immunity to certain medications that it doesn't really um, do what it's supposed to do. So they're still left in pain and agony in their last hours of death. Okay, so having witnessed that with your own dad, you obviously believe that somebody like him shouldn't have had to starve himself to death. He should have been able to be helped on his way, basically. Yeah, Jesus, I'm just have a peaceful, just listening to just listening to your story. And he would have wanted that too. Just listen to your story. It sounds like we're living in medieval times. That there was more compassion shown to a cat that was knocked down on the side of the road than was shown to your dad. That's absolutely horrific. And having been in the same situation as you were in, it's not a nice thing uh, to witness. Uh, and it's a failing on the government's part that they they will not act with compassion towards people. Um, I don't know if you can blame the government. This this doesn't have unanimous support by the Irish population. No. I, I think it pretty much... No, it well, doesn't. It doesn't. On, it's, only, like anything, it's like anything in life. You know, you need to walk a mile in someone's shoes to, to, without make, before you make judgment. I think Bar John there, I don't think there's anybody else that has a problem with it, Adrian. I think... Yeah, uh, but my story is no different from thousands of people in Ireland. No, absolutely. I know, I know it's That's not. That's what the scary part of this is, that it's still happening. So it needs to change. Yeah, um, a lot of people believe that it does uh, need to change. I, I don't know how quick that's going to happen. And, and that's the worry, isn't it? I, we're going in the right direction. Yeah, you know? I mean, we, we're at least having the conversation now, which is what we were, weren't doing before. Hey, for God's sake, Vicky Feeling, Feeling is talking about it. That woman has such a huge uh, presence uh, and such a huge influence over the country. Even she has uh, has spoken out about it in the last uh, couple of months. What needs to happen before we get our arse in gear and get this sorted out? Like, what are people... You know, but, uh, uh, as you said, we're now talking about, and that's huge within the Irish society. I mean, that's a huge that, big thing now. That generation opening talking about it. that would open you were fine for all the years. People hide away and are frightened to talk about. And without, without being disrespectful to, to John, who was talking to us a few minutes ago, that generation of Bible bashers who live by the uh, who live by the Bible and all that. <laughs> no, but it is uh, you know they they're becoming less and less uh, in this country. Uh, yeah, everyone to their own. I yeah, but I, 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 sorry, like just just after talking to John, I wouldn't put him in the Bible basher category. To be honest, uh, <laughs> I, I wouldn't. He never mentioned God at all. Not no, once. He didn't. He didn't. In fairness. All right, stay there for one second. Let me uh, bring in some more of your comments. 
If you'd like to get involved in this conversation, our WhatsApp number is 85 825-2626. That's 085-825-2626. We would love to get your opinions on this and find out whether or not you are in favour of uh, assisted dying. And we'll take more calls in just a moment. It's Opinions Matter with Adrian and Jeremy, where your opinion counts. Opinions Matter with Adrian and Jeremy. Now, Lisa Marie, you're on Opinions Matter. How are you, Lisa Marie? Hello, lads. How are you? Uh, good, thanks, Lisa Marie. Well, what did you want to say on this? Well, unfortunately, I, 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 I was in that same position as uh, Leila before me. Uh, my dad will be seven years this coming Thursday. It'll be a seven-year anniversary. And um, he died of a brain tumour. And uh, it was quite aggressive. And over a course of six months, he went from being able to walk to being paralysed to being able to do nothing for himself at all. God and him. he lost all of his dignity. And in the last couple of weeks, he was in that much pain that even though we had him at home and we had the hospice come in, there was nothing more they could give him. He was already on the maximum dosage that they were allowed to give him, which meant he ended up dying in pain. So absolutely no dignity because he couldn't do anything for himself. So did painkilling medication not work for him or...? It was because of the where the brain tumour actually was. It sat on such a bunch of nerves that it caused uh, nerve pain right throughout his whole body. Oh my God. And how, how much pain are we talking about? I assume you communicated uh, about the pain uh, that he was going through. How much pain are we talking about? Like- he just kept talking about these headaches and he said it was like there was a dozen ice picks going through his head oh my God. all at once. But on top of that then, because the nerve pain was coming from the brain and working its way down, working its way down through the body. He was completely paralysed on his left side of his body. And do you do you think do you think hypothetically speaking, had you had a magic pill in your in your bag one of the days, and you had said to him, "Listen, I have this pill that will that will be a couple of moments, um, it'll be pain free, um, you'll go peacefully and quietly." Do you think he would have taken that pill? I know he would. Really? I know, 100% he would. And we've actually had this conversation in our house because my mum has got MS. Um, now, luckily, she doesn't have an aggressive form of it at the moment, but that could change. And uh, if you're familiar with um, the American actress Selma Blair, who has a really, um, a really advanced form of MS, she has talked about when it gets too bad for her, she wants to be able to go mm. when she wants to go. Not when society say it's okay for her to go, that you've suffered enough pain now, we're going to let you go. Like Jeremy was saying earlier on, a cat on the street is given, you know, more consideration than any human with any form of, you know, whatever. It is. Isn't this because we have, or, isn't this because we have this belief that nobody has the right to take life? And that's where this debate fundamentally comes from, that we don't have. Exactly it that's exactly it because people are afraid to have the conversation mm. people for too long were afraid like I said it was okay to bring in your your animal who has you know cancer or your animal who's been knocked down or something that's happened to your animal and you go to the vet and they go look there's really no point in doing anything for them because we're only prolonging the inevitable why aren't we having that conversation around humans why if people are being given a terminal diagnosis in cancer patients or whether it's MS or Parkinson's or motor neurons or any of those illnesses why aren't we having that conversation and where we say to them, when it gets too much for you, 
you tell me yep. and we're going to go from there. And especially as you say, there's no need for that. We've developed as a society and we developed medically and scientifically now that we are in a position where, thank God, we are in a position there we, that, that people, we have the medicine, we have the technology to be able exactly. to take away somebody's pain with uh, yeah. a couple of tablets. I don't know if any of you have ever watched the Louis Thoreau, um, which is absolutely brilliant. It's on YouTube if you want to watch it. The Louis Thoreau documentary where he goes to visit people in America who are all uh, terminally ill and have decided yeah. to take uh, their own life, well, assisted uh, suicide. Um, so the technology... But again, we're, the, given, we're given autonomy to, to those people who are affected and saying, when it's too much for you, tell me. Yep. And then we'll do what you want to do so that they've got a plan in place. But we're, at the moment, that's not even, we're not even allowed, people have been afraid to have that conversation up to now. Mm. Or if we did have that conversation, it was, well, there's no point in having that conversation because that can't happen. Well, I, I think... I think is, I think is, is it Amsterdam or Switzerland or something? Yeah, Are two of the only places where, where it's, it's legalised. It, it needs to be legalised all across the world. And I do understand what John was saying earlier on where there are cases where it, it can be abused. And he's 100% right. There are cases where... It will happen. But as long okay, as can I ask you then, properly. can I ask you, how, how far would you go? So in Switzerland, for example, uh, you can be assisted to die no matter what, whether you're terminally ill or not, right? And there was the example of the uh, man from Australia who was 104 years old who flew to Switzerland. He wasn't dying. He was just fed up living <laughs> and he wanted the right to uh, end his life and he had to travel to Switzerland to do it. But, he, but everybody has the right to end their life because suicide is not illegal. So if I want to end my life today, uh, I, no, I, 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 I understand I that. So. But so when do. you're 104, you probably need a little bit of help no, of course to, you do. to do yeah, it. Yeah. Uh, what I'm asking is, do you think anybody should have the right to die at any time? But they do. They do. I'm not quite sure whether... I think I have a right to have an opinion on that because mm. for different reasons, different people will want to end their own life. Yeah. Okay. So you might have a, a terminal diagnosis. You may not have a terminal ni- diagnosis. You may have been given news that's not very good. That means in the next 10 years, your your life is going to go rapidly downhill and you may decide, I'm not even going to wait 10 years. I'm just going to go and do it now. Yeah. Everyone are entitled to, to make that decision up for, them, for themselves. As long as the legislation is there and protects each person regarding their their circumstances so whether you're 104 and you've decided I've had enough of this life I don't want anymore or whether you're in your 50s and you you still want to see your kids grow up you want to see your grandkids and mm. you've gotten a terminal diagnosis all of that needs to be needs to come into wherever the powers that be that are going to make this decision they need to sit with people who've been affected, affected all across the board yep. all, so we, uh, we need to have the conversation and we need to involve everyone in the conversation exactly because there are people who will have schizophrenia out there that don't want to live it anymore that might want to end their own life and that's for a very different reason yep. they're, they're, they're legally like they're not going to die tomorrow but it's what's going on in their head they're you know they're like I don't want to live with this anymore mm. I can't live with this medication doesn't work you know so it, it can be applied across the board to lots of different cases but once there's legislation in place that's going to protect each each kind of individual person depending on their circumstances so that it, they can't then be well, we're going to make sure that they die so that we get their money. 
Do you know what I mean? Yes, so okay. So uh, there have to be safeguards uh, in place. Stay there for one second. I want to just bring in uh, Iris, who sent us a WhatsApp voice note. And by the way, you can do the exact same thing. Just send it to 085-825-2626. 085-825-2626. Iris feels very strongly about this. Actually, feel very strongly about this topic in the sense that I should be allowed to decide whether or not I want to live in pain and in suffering. And I think that I should be allowed, while I am in sound body and mind, sign a declaration, attach it to my will, declaring that when the day comes where I can no longer function, I can no longer walk, and somebody has to feed me, bathe me, and be my carer, that I should be allowed to go and rest in peace and not have to be a burden on anybody else. I think everybody has the right to make that decision. All right, Iris, thanks very much indeed. And in order to have, my understanding is that we can have euthanasia in this country. We don't need a referendum on it. I think that was decided uh, last year uh, in the High Court that we don't need, uh, because of the Mary Fleming uh, case, that we don't need a referendum. So you wouldn't have to vote on it. But I'd wonder... If there was a referendum tomorrow, tomorrow morning, 12 o'clock, the polls opened mm. and it was a simple yes, no question on the ballot sheet. Um, should we bring in legislation that um, provides for assisted suicide? What way it would go? I think the uh, majority, uh, uh, the way it would well, go what's the, what's the majority saying? Well, no, the way it would go depends on what the legislation would be and depends on what safeguards are in place. Okay, but you know, back to back to John's point um, that it could be abused. We have to have systems. Okay, now in the place. person has to be of sound body and mind before they decide it. That's a given. Okay, mm-hmm. uh, the person has to be sound body of mind uh, that you have to get, for instance, three independent um, medical professionals to all agree that this person um, is terminal, is in pain, and uh, that demanding them lo- their lives will be the right thing to do. Do you think, how do you think the vote would go? Well, the most recent opinion poll on it was... In well, don't, the, uh, don't give out the result because I want to do it with our listeners. Oh, okay. See. I want to do it with you guys um, because, you know, your opinion matters to us and I'd like to think uh, that you guys would be uh, of the same opinion as us, but maybe you're not. So simply text yes or no uh, to 085-825-2626. Yes or no to 085-2626. And the question is... Are you in favour of bringing in assisted suicide in Ireland? 085-825-2626. Just simply send us a yes or a no uh, to that number. And then I will give you the results of the most recent opinion poll here in Ireland uh, on the subject in in a couple of minutes. So yes or no to 085-825-2626. I think it's a different story once you go down the country, isn't it? I mean, we're, we're, most of our audience is Dublin-based, and most of our audience is very liberal-minded as well, yeah? Mm. But I'd say you go down to places like the Back Arse of Kerry, um, places like Roscommon. Roscommon that voted... Weren't Roscommon the only county that voted no in the same-sex referendum? Uh, t- they were, was either Roscommon or Longford? No, it was Roscommon. Yeah, Ros- yeah, yeah. So you, you still have these huge pockets in Ireland. It's only when you get outside Dublin that you realise there's certain parts of Ireland that are... Still back in the mm. in the dark ages. All right, let me go to uh, Kevin. You're on Opinions Matter. How are you, Kevin? I'm not too bad, gents. How are you? Good, thanks, Kevin. Now you feel very strongly about this as well. Yeah, yeah, quite, quite, yeah. So very so. Um, look, 
like similar conversations that people have experienced. My mum passed away three weeks today. And sorry I to hear know, that, Kevin. I didn't realise that. No, thanks very much. Um, uh, he was a, a devout Catholic, right? Our, our, our beliefs never wavered. But in saying that, had she been given that option, she would have taken it. No doubt about that at all. Um, unfortunately, she had Alzheimer's dementia. I won't go into too much detail, but um, it is the doctor's decision that, sorry, she's picked up this infection, there's nothing we can do, and it's like the equivalent of watching your house burn down and the firemen are throwing water balloons at it. And they basically said, this is the professionals now, right? She's going to be nil by mouth, nil by mouth, and to be given positive care when she needs it. And that's it. There's nothing we can do. And I had to see a lot of sibling in Ireland had to watch her. Yeah, that's awful. That really is awful, Kevin. I, and I'm, I'm sorry and that you had to go I through that. But, and, but I, I can't get those. I tried. I'm not a very emotional person, but I can't get those pictures out of my head late at night. And it's no way to be remembered. Right? If I do have to talk to somebody, I will. I may well have to. But they that, that, they will stay, but I don't know how long it's going to take to stay. No one should have to watch their loved one go through that if it's an option. And okay, so just, let me let me ask you, Kevin. Obviously, this conversation today uh, triggered something in you because it's so recent and so raw for you. Uh, during that very difficult time for your mother. In what way do you think assisted suicide could have been done? Because she would have wanted out. She was known variable. They got to the stage where we didn't know what the end pain. Everything was done by fat. Okay, so in, in, in order for so her to be, know, in order for her to be assisted face. to die, you would have had to have something like a, 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 a living will. I'm not saying this is not going to happen overnight. It's going to take a lot of long time. I know, but listen to your story. Listen to your story, Kevin. This, which is even more tragic, is that your mother, because she'd become non-variable, and can you imagine what it must be like for somebody who was in so much pain and not have the ability to be able to tell the people around her that she's in pain, like a baby. I know. When a baby, there's nothing, there's nothing worse than when, when a baby is sick and the baby is have looking you at you and can't communicate with you. That's awful. Have you ever seen a person smell when they're so dehydrated that it's just fan paper? That's the pain that she was in. Oh, it, it, it really does sound horrific. Um, right. Okay, no, so this is the thing. I had to give her a drink one day, and I was forced to stop. That's like she's gasping for no. She's nil by now. And yeah, I told it's I'm awful. Yeah, prevent, I'm going to. I'm going to. I'm going to. Delay, not delay. I'm going to make it last longer. And so, like, these are the professionals. And it's like, all right. So, so you also believe then, Kevin, that it's about time that we had this uh, conversation in Ireland, and we need to move uh, quickly to uh, bringing in legislation around assisted dying. Thanks very much indeed for your call, Kevin. Uh, Let me go to yeah. Just before you do that, can I just give you one more? Because I want to get as many votes in as possible on this. can I just ask you one more time if you haven't voted yet? Vote yes or no to 085-825-2626. Yes or no to 085-2626. And simple question, um, would you like to see 
uh, a law brought in into Ireland uh, for assisted suicide. Uh, because so far the way it's going, and I'll give you the result in a moment, you're going to be quite shocked by the result that's after coming in. So uh, get a quick uh, text in on our poll. Uh, yes or no to 085-825-2626. Do you support uh, assisted suicide? Yes or no? All right, now let me go to Dara. Dara, you're on Opinions Matter. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Good, thanks, Dara. Uh, you're also in favour of this, are you? Yeah, I think um, I think it kind of should be like almost a human right. You know, like that, if you're in so much pain and suffering, I suppose like, it's, I suppose how you view what's the meaning of life as well. You know, that's no life if you can't do anything and you're you're literally miserable and it is a terminal illness, you know, it's like why prolong, you know, the pain? I feel like that person should have a choice. Um, and I think, like, for example, in the Netherlands, it's legal and one of my grandparents, um, I think my grandmother's sister was in terrible pain and she did it. And they had a nice kind of ritual for her in the hospital. They all sat around, held her hands, kind of told stories. And they said she went so peacefully and it was it was a really positive experience because she had been suffering for years. But um, she is, she made that fun. choice. How how do you think it can or should be dealt with in a situation where uh, somebody like uh, like Kevin's mother we were talking to uh, about a moment ago, um, who before she died she was nonverbal, she couldn't even communicate her wishes. Yeah, that's yeah, that's such yeah, that's so difficult because you know I suppose the main thing in the Netherlands is they want to check that the person is mentally fit to actually make that decision. Um, so if they're if they're nonverbal, it's like how do you know? That's exactly that's my point. So I I wonder yeah. how you regulate that sort. Of, I mean, listening to the way Kevin yeah. described it, um, her mother, his mother was having no quality of life at all and was slowly dying in front of his eyes. But yeah. she couldn't communicate her decision to want to die. Um, yeah. And that's where I think, going back to John's call earlier on, it, 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 it does have the potential to be abused. In other words, you have somebody who uh, is... A potential burden, let's say. Yes, exactly. And, and it's just like... Yeah, we'll, we'll just get rid of them because this is what you would But then it just comes down to like with everything else. It comes down to a will uh, that everybody should fill out yeah. a will or, or like a donor card. Yeah. It's the exact same way as a donor card. Yeah, a, li- a living will, yeah. I mean, I have a donor card yeah. now. If I, if I k- get killed in a car crash on the way home from doing this podcast today, um, there's no question um, that my organs won't be given up for, uh, for organ donation because that's what's going to happen. So it's, it's very simple to put in place. All right, well, uh, like I said, Dara, it seems that we have uh, a lot of support from certainly, uh, with one or two exceptions, the majority of people listening to uh, this show today. Let me bring in Tracy. Hey, Adrian and Jeremy. Um, I definitely think this is a personal choice. Um, I worked as a healthcare assistant for 20 years, and I have seen, I've seen a lot, like I've seen very strong people you know strong willed great outlook on life like i seen them deteriorate to like not being able to do anything for themselves and just be like the fraction of the person that they were when i first met them so and i know many of them would have chosen um assisted suicide 100 percent, they would have chosen it um i think maybe a good way of doing it would be maybe it could be like a, an option when you're diagnosed with a terminal illness you know the your consultant 
has that conversation with you. So it's between yourself and your consultant. Then you go back and speak to your family and then you go in and make a decision. And like a consultant and doctors and, you know, different um, medical teams and stuff, they build relationships with people. So, you know, they know if a person really wants it, you know, they, they have a relationship with them. But um, anyway, definitely, I think definitely 100% this day and age, it should be a personal choice. A hundred percent. I mean, if it was your dog, you know, you do it. You know, you do it for your animal, your pet, like you would do it. So, and I know it's different dogs and animals are humans, but yeah, I definitely think it's a personal choice. A hundred percent. We should have that option. It's like, definitely. All right, Tracy. Thanks very much indeed. Um, Interesting conversation, I have to say. The even more interesting is uh, the result of the poll. And this pretty much... now. This is only a poll among our listeners to this podcast. Uh, but the poll, we asked you the question, would you support um, uh, euthanasia coming into Ireland? 99 point, and I'm not exaggerating here, 99.9% out of all the texts. Only one person said really? no. One person. Oh, wow. wow who right. we invited onto the show, obviously, for balance, uh, and she couldn't come on. Uh, but that, that lady, you know who you are, Catherine's her name. Um, you're literally the only person... Out of all the people listening to this, that uh, are voted against, against it, that are against this, oh, right. and I've I've always wanted to know why, why there's absolutely no reason to be against being compassionate towards people, is there? Even in if, theory, no. Even if you are religious, even, uh, you can mark my words that when uh, when this is being debated, this oh, will the be, holy Joe's yeah, will be out. It, it, it the holy really will, Joe's yeah. will be out. All right, thank you very much indeed for listening to this latest Opinions Matter podcast. If you enjoyed the podcast, or even if you didn't, please hit subscribe or follow. And if you're listening on Spotify, click on the little bell and you'll be notified every time we upload a brand new podcast. Thank you very much indeed for listening. Subscribe to this podcast for free on the Go Loud app.